Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, besties. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I always am. I'm always excited to be able to get on here and encourage your hearts in the Lord to share whatever it is that he puts on my heart. And so I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making the time to listen. And I'm just believing that your heart is going to be encouraged through this episode. I pray that whatever season of life you find yourself in, that you know that God has a purpose for it. I love his word where it says in Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven, every season. And I look back over my life and I think about those seasons that you you know, honestly, if you had a redo, you would be like, can we skip that? Can we skip that part? Like, but God uses all things for good. Romans eight twenty eight. he works all things together for our good. And so even those seasons that we think are wasteful, God doesn't. He does not waste anything. And so I am just so thankful for the season of life I am, I'm in and the seasons that God has ahead. I just have such a spirit of expectancy and excitement inside of me, just this anticipation for what is ahead. And I believe that so many of us are on the brink of breakthrough. We're on the brink of the new thing that God is doing. And a few years ago, he gave me a vision during worship one time, and it was just it was just me and the vision and I had like this backpack on and it was heavy and I was walking through this like tundra and it was a winter season and I just got so weary that I sat down and in the vision, I the vision kind of panned upward and I was able to see that I had stopped right before this beautiful green grass and I knew what that represented. It was like that season of winter coming into like the fulfillment of a promise and things. And it's like, oh, the Bible says you have need of endurance. And I just believe that that's a word that I'm supposed to release over you today, that you have need of endurance to keep going, to keep pushing, to keep pressing in for whatever it is you're believing for. Maybe you've been praying for a really long time to see salvation for someone in your family. Maybe you've been believing for a healing in your body. Maybe you've been believing for whatever it is, a promise that you know God has given you. And it's just like, sometimes it's like, okay, God, you know, we kind of get that mentality of like, maybe I heard you wrong. Maybe I didn't get it right. Maybe, maybe, you know, the free will played into it. I've heard that one so much there. God's spoken a word and it's like, well, free will plays into it. And you know, there's other pieces to the puzzle, but I'm like, I serve a God who knows the end from the beginning. He's not going to give me a promise knowing full well the end from the beginning and the details of everything evolved and then take it back and say, well, sorry, I guess that wasn't for you because free will played in and other people that played a part of that coming to pass just didn't play right or whatever. No. If God has given you a word, I want to encourage you to stand on it. And like the Bible says in Ephesians, after you have done all stand, stay standing, put on that full armor of God, put on that helmet of salvation that's sitting over your mind. Remind yourself you have the mind of Christ, a sound mind. Take captive every thought unto the obedience of Christ because when you get to that point, I feel the fire of God on this, when you get to the point where you are about to 
push past and see the breakthrough of God in your life, you're going to see that prophetic word come to pass. You're seeing that promise fulfilled in real time where it goes from faith to sight, where it's not just a vision you have in your heart. It's not just a dream that you have in the night. It is right in front of you. It is tangible right before you get to that place. The enemy is going to come at you with discouragement, with doubt and double-mindedness to try to get you to forfeit the promise of God on your life. And you can, you can do that. You can forfeit it because the Bible says that if we are double-minded, we are unstable and we shouldn't expect to receive anything. And so that is such a targeted attack of the enemy to get us to sit down, shut up and give up. And I want to encourage you that if you are at that place where you are just holding on by a thread to keep holding on, to keep holding on, to keep believing, to start speaking it out, to take every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. When those thoughts come in that are filled with doubt, that are just attacking your mind and saying, did God really say that? Because isn't that the enemy's first <laughs> first thing he ever did to try to deceive us as human beings, like as mankind, when he said that to Eve, did God really say? God said what he said. He meant what he said. And I love what Priscilla Shire says. He says, or she says that God doesn't speak to be heard. He speaks to be obeyed. I've heard that from other people too. And it's like, when God says something, he means it. And he does not take back his word. If he has put a promise on your heart, if you have seen something in your with your spiritual eyes, keep believing, keep contending, keep believing for it. Even when everything around you says otherwise, you know God's voice. The Bible says that my sheep know my voice and they will not follow the voice of a stranger. So you keep believing. If you need confirmations, ask the Lord, God, I need I need a fresh word. I need a fresh confirmation. Just show me again. He's good. He is good. He's not intimidated by your questions. He's not intimidated by your need to just hear his voice. Like he will speak the truth and only the truth. I love that the Bible says that it is incapable. Like it is impossible for God to lie. He is incapable of lying. He will not speak something and then it won't come to pass. And so this is a word that's encouraging my own heart too, is I'm just believing for different things in my life and just a season of fulfillment. And that's just what God has been showing me for 2023 as the world is screaming doom and gloom and all these things. Like I am standing on the mountaintop declaring God's goodness, his faithfulness, a year of promises fulfilled, a year of taking possession of the promised land, a year of kicking the ites out of the land. That is what I've been hearing on repeat that before the Israelites were able to enter the promised land, they had to deal with what was living in the land. And so there's a season right now, preparation, in the, and I keep hearing this from multiple people, multiple messages, and it's on repeat. And so I'm going to repeat it on my podcast too, that God is is working with us to remove those things out of the land so that we can live in the fullness of what he has for us, that promised land that we can possess that space and place that he's called us to. And for some of us, that's mindsets, that's worldliness, that's flesh. The Bible talks about the works of the flesh in in Galatians 5. I encourage you to go read it. I just was reading it earlier today or tomorrow. I can't remember, but or yesterday, I can't remember, but um, I encourage you to take the time and read through it. And it's like all the works of the flesh. And it's like, We have to come out of agreement with the lies of the enemy, with the works of the flesh, with anything that is hindering us or holding us back from what he has for us. And that's what the Bible says too, to not become, it says it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Therefore, do not become entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And then it says that's in Galatians. And it also says in Hebrews to throw off every weight, every hindrance, throw it off. 
Throw off the sin. Throw off anything that's entangling you. Sometimes it's sin. Sometimes it's just a weight. Every weight that holds you back, it isn't necessarily a sin. It's just something that's keeping you from running your race at the speed that God has for you. And He's the only one that can reveal to your heart what that is. I encourage you to sit with him. I'm just sharing what he's putting on my heart, but sit with him and say, God, is there anything in my life that I need to get rid of? Is there anything in my life? Is there a mindset that I need you to help me renew? And my prayer is always, God, create in me a clean heart. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. And I'm telling you, God has just been taking me recently through a lot of breakthrough. I have felt so heavy hearted and just, just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like this just heaviness over me. And I think he's just allowing me to see what, like what the body of Christ is experiencing right now. And in this past weekend, I just had so much breakthrough and I just want to impart that to you. Breakthrough in your mind, breakthrough in your spirit, breakthrough in whatever it is that you need breakthrough in. And God is such a good God. I love that. I love that like you can go to a Sunday morning service and the pastor preaches the same message to everybody, but everybody walks away with something different because God knows exactly what we need. And there may be one part of the sermon that really just hits home in my heart that is exactly what I needed, or it's a confirmation for what God's been showing me. But it may be, you may not even have heard it, but somebody else, you know, get in, somebody else gets something else away from there. Maybe it's a certain worship song, whatever it is, like God is so good. And I'm so thankful for the body of Christ. And he's just given me such a love for God's people, for God's people, for people who people in general. I love people in general, but like for me personally, just giving me such a love to see the body of Christ healthy and whole, to bring timely words of encouragement and breakthrough to the body. Because when we are not living in the fullness of what he has for us, we're missing out. And it's so easy to see the body of Christ in a wounded state and do nothing, maybe pray about it, which is good. Obviously, our prayers are powerful and effective. Our prayers matter. Our prayers move mountains. Sometimes it's delivering a word. Sometimes it's, I don't even know, like sharing a scripture. It could be so many different things. And we need to encourage each other daily. If you are not in the habit of encouraging other people daily, I want to encourage you to do that. And it's like, how do you do that? You could go to Google, find a scripture, find an image, send it to someone send someone a prayer, send someone a message and say, Hey, you're on my heart today. Like as God drops people in your heart, like do something with that and find ways, ask God, Lord, how do I, how can I encourage someone today? Show me. And that's a beautiful thing is that like, it's not cookie cutter. We don't serve a cookie cutter God. So his methods, his ways are not cookie cutter. And so I love that it makes it fun. And I say this all the time, but if you think being a Christian is boring, you have not actually lived it. You have experienced religion. Religion puts God in a box. Religion confines us. But relationship with God is so much better. It's so different. And so I'm so thankful for God. I'm so thankful for the body of Christ. And I'm just believing that it's a season of awakening in the body of Christ, that the slumbering church is waking up in Jesus name. Somebody say amen. Like the slumbering church is waking up and I'm just seeing it all over. Yes, there's going to be parts of the body that are going to stay sleeping because they just don't want to wake up. The, the alarm is sounding and they are hitting the snooze button or throwing the alarm clock out the window and staying sleeping. I am not ignorant that that is a reality. But I'm just saying as a whole, the body of Christ is waking up. It's sobering up. The Bible says to be sober-minded, to be vigilant. And so I just see that happening and I'm seeing the body of Christ rise up. I'm seeing the body of Christ walking in the fullness 
of who she is as the bride of Christ who is readying herself for his return because he is coming back. Ready or not, here he comes. He is coming back and he is looking for a bride who is without spot or wrinkle. Are you that bride? Are you that bride who is ready and waiting for her coming king because he is coming back. He promised that before he left. When Jesus came to this earth, he lived a sinless life. He died on the cross. He rose again. He ascended to the Father. He is now sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, praying for us, being that mediator for us to the Father. But he is coming back, and the Bible says that no one knows when that will be. Hey, hey, besties, are you looking for a new devotional? Even if you're not, check out my devotional, Come Away With Me, Cultivating Intimacy in the Secret Place. It is a 50-day devotional that will pull your heart closer to his. You can find it on my website, journeywithjanice.com. You can perceive the seasons. We can know that it's coming. There are clues in scripture that show us that it's happening. Prophetic words, prophecies are coming to pass. No one knows the day and hour except for the Father, but we can know it's coming. We can know with certainty it's coming. And so are you ready? Are you awake? Are you ready for your King to come? And I posted this a few weeks back about like, are you excited for the return of Christ? And I hear this all the time and people saying, no, I'm not. I'm not ready because I want my family to be saved. And yes, we pray that. Like, I pray that we're not people who just say those things. Like, I want to see my family saved. Like, are you praying? Are you interceding? That's a word for me too, because I can get lax in that where I'm like wishful thinking. God convicted me on that a few years ago. And he said, Janice, stop just believing or stop just wishing for your family to be saved and start praying. And so I pray over them, God, remove the veil from their eyes, drop the scales, open their spiritual eyes and ears, God, encounter them. Encounter them with your voice. Encounter them with your presence. Let them see you. Have a vision of you, dreams of you, whatever it is. Send a special labor in their pathway so that they know you like pray those prayers. Get audacious in your prayers because we should still be excited and long for his returning regardless of any of that because we love him more than anything. More than anything. We love him. Are we anticipating his return? I don't even know. That's a whole word because I was not planning on even talking about the return of Christ on this podcast, but I think some of us maybe need a reminder that that's reality. He is coming back. I remember when I was a kid and I first heard about the return of Christ and just how believers would be caught up in the air. And I remember being so like nervous about it because I'm so, I was so afraid of heights and I was just a kid. And so I just remember being like, oh my gosh, it could happen anytime. Like I could be sitting right here in this hard wood pew that I was in looking out the stained glass windows at this church I went to as a kid and just looking out and thinking he could come back right now. It could be as I'm walking out today. It could be tomorrow morning. It could be while I'm sleeping tonight and just having this urgency in my spirit and expectancy that he is coming back. And I think we just don't talk about it enough. We don't remind ourselves. And that's what the Bible talks about. Encourage each other all the more as the day draws near. What is the day? The return of Christ. That is why we need to encourage each other. We need to remind ourselves that this world is not our home. This world is not our home. We have a place in heaven. If you are born again believer, if you have given your life to Jesus Christ, if you have been born again, you have a place waiting for you in eternity. And that's what Jesus said. I'm going to prepare a place for you and I'm coming back to get you. And so just having that confidence of salvation of knowing that he is good, he is faithful, he's for you, and he's going to come back for you. And so it doesn't matter 
what craziness happens in this world. Yes, we are called to shine our light in this world, to share the good news of the gospel and all those things. But regardless of what is happening in the world and events around the world and the chaos and the darkness, it just seems to keep getting darker. Like it, he is who he says he is. He is faithful. We belong to him and we are citizens of heaven. We don't belong here. And so I encourage you to spend your life on him. I was a guest on a podcast earlier. You can go check it out. It's the Life Ignited podcast with Lynette Kincaid. And guys, that podcast was straight fire, straight fire. And we were just talking about spending our lives on him. And I'm like, I want to be like the woman with the alabaster who poured out everything for Jesus, everything. I don't want to hold back anything from him. And so that is just... I just it. I want to stand before him and say, God, I used everything you gave. Like my favorite quote is Irma Bombeck. And it's when I stand before God one day, I would hope that I would have not a single bit of talent left. And I could say, I used everything you gave me. And I want to stand before him and say, God, I spent it all on you. I held nothing back. I did not let the voices of other people hinder me or hold me back in any way. God, I did everything you put me on this earth to do. And to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Are you a faithful servant of God? Do you do what he asks you to do? Do you hesitate? Do you just straight up tell him no? Like that's only something you and God can hash out. But the beautiful thing is that his mercies are new every morning. His mercies are new every day. And if you've been someone who has resisted living in the fullness, you've resisted saying yes to him, you've resisted living on that narrow path, you can start fresh today and decide, God, I want to live for you starting right now in this moment. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the spirit, not the flesh. No condemnation. You can start fresh today. And so I want to encourage you if that's you, if you're like, Janice, I, God has put so many things in my heart in the past and I've never followed through. I've never said yes. It's not because I didn't want to be obedient. I just let fear and intimidation stop me. I've let the expectations of other people stop me. No more. In Jesus' name, you can step out into the fullness of everything he has for you with boldness and confidence. And I love it. My favorite hymn, my favorite hymn is, though none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back, no turning back. And I want to I want to release that over you, that you do not have to have the approval of anyone else to do what God has called you to do. Yes, there is wisdom in the multitude of counselors. Yes, we want that confirmation. But if you know God's voice and no one around you is on the same page and they don't see the vision, do it anyway. Do it anyway, because other people are waiting on your yes. Other people are impacted by your yes. And so I pray that you do everything God created you for, that you don't hold back anything from him, from yourself, from those around you, that you live in the fullness. And that just seems to be what I've said on repeat in this episode about living in the fullness because we can live a mediocre life that's good, but are we living in the fullness of everything he has? And I love where the word says, forget not all his benefits who daily loads your life with benefits. He daily loads us with benefits. And it's like, I don't want to live a day without experiencing the fullness of what he has for me, whatever that looks like. And so I pray that your heart is just stirred today. You're encouraged and that you keep pressing into him, that you let him reveal what he has for you, because what he has for you isn't going to look like what he has for me or anyone else. It's a beautiful walk with him. It's a beautiful journey with him. So I'm going to go ahead and pray 
As always, if you need prayer, if you need encouragement, please reach out to me. I'm doing something fun on February 21st. If you catch this before that, I'm doing something fun on February 21st. You can find it on my website under my booking tab. It's like events and bookings on journeywithjanice.com. I'm doing a day full of praying for people. You can select a 15-minute like segment on the website. There's like a booking tab and you can pick, a, it's just like a 10-minute prayer call and you can hop on. It's like, I don't know, the website did it in 15-minute increments, but they're 10-minute prayer calls. So I think it's just to give me a break between, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, you can hop on there. I would love to have a prayer call with you to pray for you personally, to touch and agree because the Bible says... Where two or, you know, two touch and agree concerning anything, it shall be done. And so if there's something that's been on your heart, you're believing for breakthrough, you're believing for salvation for someone, you're just believing for health in your body, whatever that is, go on there, sign up. I would love to do that with you and to be able to pray with you, not just for you. And so feel free to do that. You can check out all my events that are coming up on there as well. And would love to connect with you and, and just be able to encourage your heart. So let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for this episode. God, I thank you for the word that you released about the fullness. God, I thank you that we don't live beneath everything you have for us. God, that we would live in the fullness of everything you have created for us. I thank you, God, that there is a time and purpose for every season under heaven that you waste nothing. And I speak life and blessings over every person on here. And I'm just, I just am sensing in my spirit right now that there are people on here who are, you're being held back because of lies that were spoken over you as a child. Growing up, you had lies spoken over you, and I'm just breaking those off right now in the name of Jesus and asking God that those be uprooted in the name of Jesus and replaced with your truth, God, replaced with your truth. And I'm declaring over them, God, that they are not hindered because of those lies anymore in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this season. I thank you that you're preparing us for what you have ahead. Lord, I speak a strength over your people. I speak an endurance over your people. God, I say, have your way, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Have your way, God, in and through our lives today and always in Jesus' name. Amen. 